Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. A new golf podcast sponsored by the Highlands Performance Golf Center, North Dallas's premier golf practice facility, um, with all of the grass tees, all of the covered and heated tees, all of the staff to help you out, help you get that golf game where it needs to be. Check them out on the web, highlandspgc.com, or give them a call, 972-733-4111. And we are pleased to present episode two, actually, of From the Rough, as we release kind of a beta episode, and we're Fortunate enough to have Mr. Gary Hammonds come on the show and talk to us a little bit. Well, who's Gary? Oh, what I say? You said Gary. It's Jerry. Oh, Jerry. Sorry. Jerry with a G. I can edit that up. It's greatness of live stuff. Yeah. Um, so we were fortunate to have him come on and talk a little bit about what he's doing with golf in the previous episode. We certainly hope you had a chance to listen to that. This show will consist of myself and two of my favorite golf pros in the whole world, Mr. John Gerber and Mr. Chris Bustle. And we're going to let them tell you a little bit about themselves rather than me do that for you. Chris, how are you today? Oh, I'm wonderful. Thank you. We're happy to be here. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to start? Yeah, go ahead, please. Uh, yeah, you, well, geez. You're the uh, boss, right? Easy to go first. <clears throat> well, let's see. I started playing golf when I was seven years old. Uh, I played competitively. Let's see. In, in Ohio, growing up, we had middle school golf. So I played middle school golf, high school golf, then college golf. And then after I graduated college, I... Uh, Got enrolled in the PGA and have been a PGA of America member for, I don't know, 13 years. And worked at various uh, private facilities up to um, in Ohio and Kansas City. Moved to Dallas and I am currently the general manager of the Highlands Performance Golf Center. And board op of the uh, Drunk Sports Podcast that comes on after our show tonight. Uh, I'm a, not only a golf fan, but I play in uh, several tournaments a year. I like to try to uh, be involved in the game, uh, growing the game of golf in any way I can, starting uh, juniors all the way up through adults. And it's just a fun podcast to be able to promote um, you know, our facility at the Highlands and be able to talk to a little bit about um, the PGA Tour, the Corn Ferry Tour, uh, some of the collegiate things. What am I supposed to do with this? Behind <laughs> my head. Um, and then, of course, you know, with uh, Johnny to go over some of his picks, um, picks and predictions for uh, golf tournaments upcoming, and it should be a lot of fun. Wow, now, awesome. now, you left something very important oh, out gosh, there, Chris. Okay, all right. <laughs> I wrote nothing down. You left something very important out about yourself. Oh, okay. A stat that I used to tout weekly when you were on the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not going to say that. Why? Well, well you need well, to do my intro, bus. I don't want to. You, you do my intro. By the way, you should have done mine. Yeah, you should have done mine. 17, Seven, yeah, that Midwest right. <laughs> PGA Player of the Year. We have to throw that in there because well, that is a factoid. Thank you. That's kind of. Bus yeah. is going to do my intro. Just get this started. Okay, I, I keep talking. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. All right. He's, 
Well, all right. Well, well, Who's so that guy for, sitting next to you? Anyway? So for my for my co-hosts, uh, we have John Gerber, who I don't know anything about <laughs> anything before I met you, which has been like 15 years, but I don't know anything. Where, how you got started in golf. I know you spent a lot of time in the woods and in darkness. Uh, yeah, well, that's, that's playing that's the not, game. That's not golf. <laughs> that's I mean, that's just in general. Golf. But You yeah. were one of the only people when I first met you. You were the only per- person. That, you know, we go to a, a section event in Ohio. Everybody's warming up, hitting putts and chips. Johnny's in the woods hitting punch-out shots <laughs> <laughs> to practice and warm up. We all have our definition of practice, right? So that's usually where I'm at. No, I'm not doing your bio. Go ahead. A little bit of the same path that Chris had, you know, growing up in Ohio and and, uh, started playing in golf at uh, 12, 13 years old. Same scenario, played a lot of sports, uh, you know, played high school golf, played college golf, was fortunate enough to uh, play professionally for about 10 years full time, traveled the world. Played in, played in some very, very great tournaments, played in uh, uh, some very, very cool places. And now my path now is more in the teaching aspect, the business aspect uh, of golf. And, and getting into this uh, broadcast scenario, I think one of our goals is to uh, bring golf a little bit more out to light to people and also, you know, give them with uh, enjoying and experiencing our experiences and giving it to some of the people. So. That's kind of where I'm at with it right now, and, and I've got into the realm a little bit of doing some golf handicapping. I think uh, some of the sectors we did on the, the Drunk Sports podcast that we um, people really liked those segments, so that's kind of how we kind of started this branch off segment. So that's kind of where we're at. I'm excited to do it with, uh, with you two guys. Man, it's going to be a lot of fun, and we'll see where this thing goes. So as far as the format goes, of course, we'll be covering the upcoming and the recently uh, played tournaments. Locally, nationally for the, the PGA, um, probably a little bit of corn fairy talk. Uh, but we're going to try to be very guest intense. Uh, yes. Of course, you guys have all the connections. Uh, we shot really high for this episode, and we could not get Tiger Woods to come on. Um, but we, he, he did tell me very politely um, through telepath form that he would consider it at a later date. But you guys, you well, guys really okay. want to have some guests on. And well, we I mean, want to, yeah. Oh, later date, what do you consider later? Just any time in the future. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, technically he didn't lie. No, no, he didn't. No. But you guys are full of connections in the golf world. and, and uh, You know, that's, that's one of the reasons, like, uh, all three of us talked about this. We have a lot of connections. We want to bring people on, on that are, you know, different realms of golf, whether they're in California or in Ohio or in different sectors of the golf business, diff- different sectors in golf you know part of this show is we just really want to spread golf and hopefully it's entertaining for everybody and and whatever value you want to listen to whether you like the golf picks you just want insight on golf you want to know a little bit more about the pga junior golf more about the highlands you know it's just going to be a very broad um interactive type of show that's uh you know i think it's going to be great totally looking forward to it on my end um, i'm happy to be here with you guys and it's it's going to be a going to be a blast moving forward. This will be a Thursday, or I'm sorry, a Wednesday show, um, and we will record it live. Barrel and Bones in the Colony, 2801 Plano Parkway, just south of 121. We will be here every week from roughly 630 to 730-ish. Um, so we, we invite any and all to come out and have a couple of beers with us and, and, and watch the show live, maybe ask some questions. Um, we'll do our best to get some guests that can pop in here locally live with us and have them on the show. It'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. So we're looking forward to everybody uh, checking out From the Rough, subscribing, liking the podcast, leave us a good uh, review so everybody else can find that podcast as well. It will be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, all that good stuff for you people who know about stuff like that. 
Well, boys, let's get into the meat of the material, shall we? Yeah. Well, what is the meat? Well, you get, you, well we're talking about a lot. We're going to recap gonna the re- Northern yeah. Trust. We're going to recap the Corn Ferry event that was at Scarlet in Ohio. We're going to preview the BMW. We're going to talk a little bit about how the playoffs are uh, scheduled this year because it's different than the past. It even confused me for a little bit. Uh, and then we have, uh, we have a getting out of the rough segment at the end, which we're going to feature um, some of the positives of the last week on the tour and some of the, some of the amazing stories that we see. And then we're going to throw in a little... Uh, uh, maybe a goof, goof yeah. golf ball. Yeah, doo doo rough. A doo doo rough. A doo doo <laughs> yeah, rough yeah. at the end of the yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. Fescue. 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 Yes, fescue. Chuckle Fescue. From, from the fescue. From the fescue. Yeah, I, I like that. that. Yeah. I like that. From, yeah, from the, the fescue. fescue. That's going to be my favorite segment. I'm yes, of course. You. I got one already today. I'll just watch him golf and we'll get back. This just, just wow. Just fashion statements of golfers these days, boy. It's just a travesty. Well, but anyways, let's go. I can comment on that when that time comes. You let me know. I said golfers, though. I'm so, talking about when I played golf. Oh, oh okay, all right. I'm, not, I'm talking about how styles have changed. I still remember, oh, yeah, those, I still remember those Cobras you got. But. <laughs> That's right. And, and depending on what, uh, what facility you play at, the cutoffs, uh, you know, uh, go either way. Yeah. Okay, I'm referring to myself <laughs> when I played in official tournaments and the clothes and weird hats What do you mean official? What's the way official? Was that air quotes? Uh, we can't see. play in high school. Those are official terms. Oh, yeah. Right? That's right. For sure. Yes. So, right. yeah, just for those of you listening, I do have somewhat of a golf background. I also started playing at about 12 and 13. Wow. I just didn't play like Gerb, so I could not continue. Um, no, but we'll talk about a little bit of fashion that I went through in the mid to late 80s playing golf and the things we were forced to wear compared to what they wear nowadays, for sure. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay, here we go. Well, I'm excited for that. Wow, that's so. a new, that's, wow. I got we, hot we golf might, opinions. We don't have enough time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk right, about so, the Northern Trust. That's right. So, we'll recap. So, first, Johnny, this is, had to be a little heartbreaking for you because you had, tell yeah, us tell yeah, us what picks you yeah, had two for week, the event. Yeah, two, two weeks in a row, right? So, so I do a, I do a, um, I play three or four guys, three guys that I feel that can win the golf tournament, and then I have a, a long shot. So two weeks in a row, I've had the person to finish second. Yeah, it's brutal. So <laughs> Billy Horschel just goons himself on a three-footer to get in the playoff and loses, oh, loses me about $12,000. So if, if, if that's a lot of money to you guys, I mean, you know, that's okay. And then last week, you know, it has nothing to do with Harris English. He shoots I know. six six under and just gets chopped. Just dunk. gets yes. Just you know, gets so blitz. he just got beat. So back to back weeks. So last week I had Harris. My my four picks last week to win was Harris English, Billy Horschel, thinking he was going to come bounce back, but he missed the cut. Uh, you know, and you got Patrick Reed, who seems to always play well there, uh, missed the cut, and Shane Lowry, who um, just you know I just thought he was he was trending. But, you know, it's, again, it's a little heartbreaking that Harris English didn't win. And, um, you know, he just got beat. It's just one of those things. But I'm tr- I think I'm trending in my picks back-to-back weeks having second, second place. So what I've been doing is I'm, I'm picking, you know, winners uh, in terms of odds. But I'm also doing some things in my top fives, top tens, and top 20s. And if you guys start to follow me on my Twitter page and on these pages that I will give three or four picks – uh, matchups, and then I'll give top five, top ten, top twenty. And the great part is my top five, top ten, and top twenty all hit. Yeah, right? that's good. Wow. That helps. You know, so so I balanced it out. So last week, my top five who made an awesome run and and cast in with a good run was Kevin Kisner. He had he he played great on the weekend and, and got me in a top five winner. Um, 
Scotty Scheffler, I got him as a top 10. I yeah, think he the, finished fourth, so that was a good. Yeah, lo- the local boy yeah. played great, shot 59, one of only 12, 12 people, I yeah, believe, 12, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, nah, it doesn't matter what par is, in my opinion. I mean, when you sub 60 it, it doesn't matter what whether par 70, in my opinion, 71 or 72, sub 60s, yeah. sub 60. So that was, that was impressive. But you saw how hard it is to follow up a good round. Oh. The next day, so so it's ways, right? So you so you always when you start handicapping, start betting, and going day to day, and I'll I'll get into some things as we as the show progresses on daily picks on on our Twitter, and our page, in our uh, website of of daily matchups, right? Because you can really start making some money on guys who have a great round, and then they're always following it up with a mediocre round, and they'll match those guys up. Vegas are pretty smart, is smart when it comes to that. So that, that'll be something we'll start to progress. With. Then you can follow us on the Twitter page and our own show page and, and look at those as you continue to follow us. But another guy that I really like, I liked last week, and I actually like him this week, uh, that finished in the top 20 for me was Russell Henley. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's uh, – it, it's, and we'll get, into, we'll get into this week's picks. But, I, I, you know, I really feel this year, even though it's been such a weird year, that um, – you know, these guys, you really know who's been practicing. You really know who's ready. You also really know who's guys you just kind of chop in the ears like, man, I don't really want to mess with it. I'm, I just want to get ready for the majors. And, you know, to go back a little bit, I was super shocked, and I didn't really pay much attention that Phil played in the Champions Tour event last week. He did. And, and, and played well. Yeah, well, he won. He might not even play well to win. but No, it, that's true. And I was like, well, what the? Well, why wouldn't you? You know, if you're not, so if those aren't familiar, I mean, this is the, this was the first leg of the playoffs, right? So if you're not in the top 70, you're out for the rest of the season on right. tour. So why not? If you're over 50, <laughs> knock on the champion's door and go make, you know. Now, is he going to make the move full time? No, no, I wouldn't think so. No, no he's no? just, he's too talented and he can still compete with these guys. He, well, he, hits, it, he hits it far enough. He hits, you know, exactly. and that's, you that, that's part enough. of the game. They, right. He hits it plenty far to be able to still compete. And if you're able to do that, he, you'll know when he's when he's not able to. He'll he'll he, he'll play champions. He won't play full time. He'll he'll play, you know, fifteen and ten, right? Play right. twenty five events. And I, somebody asked me today, is like, okay, do you think Tiger's going to play in the Champions Tour? I said, not a chance. No, I don't think so either. And, and two reasons. Well, there's not a lot of motivation for him to do that, right. and his body's not going to hold up that long. So he and his kids are growing older, and he'd just rather spend more time with his kids than go out there and. You know, hum drumming with these guys. So, um, yeah, no, it shocked me. It shocked me with Phil. I, I, did, I didn't realize it. And I get, I get it why he did it. So he wants to stay a little bit competitive. Yeah. Um, he's not going to play this week or next week tour championship. But, you know, you still got the Masters in the U.S. Open still in the fall. I know. That's right. Yes, yeah, so there's reasons to still stay in it. And he I'm might play I was more. a little surprised to see some of the guys, you know, like you just mentioned, some of the guys are really grinding to be in this top 70 to get to the next week. But then I just felt like, I mean, look at Rory McIlroy, for example. He finished, he's 65th. He, he's in. He's fine. But he just, it's just such a ho-hum type of week for him. Like, maybe maybe it's because those majors are later in the season now, in the fall, and not the spring, for them to save themselves for. Yeah, no, it's, it's you know, Rory's such, always such a mystery. I mean, he's, what are they, they call him, they call him, uh, the BMW, the total driving experience, right? That's what they call him on tour. So it might be a perfect week if you, if you believe in that type of karma. He right. drives the ball better than anyone in the world. They call him the ultimate driving machine. The ultimate driving machine. That's what they call him. Yes. So that's what BMW is. So, so if you believe in s- s- some sort of karma shit or whatever you believe, he might be a good pick. He's not in my pick. He just He's just not in the form, and I'm not so sure how motivated he is um, to play. But, I mean, wow. I mean, 
I, 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 he, he's always a mystery to me. He's yeah. A, he's always a mystery to me. Um, well, so we, we, we'll just briefly touch on this. I mean, Dustin Johnson's performance was obviously spectacular. Wow. There's a guy who, from the beginning of, of the 2020 season, started slow. I mean, if anybody watched that TaylorMade drive for relief, the first event that came back, he played awful. Awful in Florida. Well, he right? shot 80-80 at Murfield. Well, there I you mean, go. And then, he shoot, and then he goes to Ohio and shoots 88. So that is somebody that's – he's a little bit of a mystery, too, the way he can just turn it around so quickly. I mean, when I mean so quickly, I mean over maybe a couple months. But, I mean, well, just to be able to – Well, this shows you how talented he is, right? So I mean, talented. He, he's, he's one of those – I mean, you know, everyone out there hits it, hits it long these days. But he's one of those probably top ten guys that can dominate a place. You dominate know, Rory's it. one – just because how far he hits it. So there's, there's five to ten of those guys that can dominate a golf course – if they're playing just okay. Now, when you're playing good and you're putting chipping again, no chance. You shoot thirty yeah, like he right. like he saw. So that's that's kind of where you're. That's I think people forget how underrated he gets knocked on his putting a lot, and I think people forget how good he really is at at his short game and putting. Well, he, and he hits well, he, it so far, but he has such a but he has such lower clubs into these holes, right? And then he just it, we, he starts rolling a couple in, and then all of a sudden they it looks like a basketball hoop. Well, well what also looks like is he has so many wedge opportunities all the time, all the time, all the time. He's hitting it to 20 feet, 15 feet, and he has so many opportunities. He doesn't make them all. It, it looks like he's a shitty putter. But That's it's, right. But it's, 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 he's not. He just looks different because he has so many opportunities. It's like you compared it. Remember, like Jordan. Remember Jordan Spieth's like second year out of you know he who made everything right, yeah. but he wasn't hitting it too close to the hole. The proximity of the hole wasn't very good. But he was draining thirty footers on TV and putting his arms up, and people were going nuts. Yeah. Well, then all of a sudden those don't go in a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you if you if you were twenty percent on thirty foot putts, you'd take it instantly, right? It's too and much then, stress on the putting. Too much I stress mean, on the yeah. putting. Yeah. yeah. It's too and much. then it goes back to ball striking. So. Uh, okay, before we preview BMW, the, the Corn Ferry recap, it should, be, it should be short. I was just, for some reason, it gives me some satisfaction to see these guys go to Scarlet, right, which the Ohio State University golf course, Scarlet, one of the courses we played in Ohio, yep. you know, growing up. That course is just kick your teeth in hard. I mean, we had the state championship. This was before Jack redesigned the bunkers. But we, we, and if you play Division One high school golf, you have the state championship at Scarlet every year. Well, it was before we resigned the, the three holes, too. I mean, yes. So we were playing the old school part of it before the bunkers got deeper, before the redesign on the holes. And it was still really, really hard. And it's really, really, really long, which doesn't really matter anymore because the guys hit it so far. But it's nice to see at least, I mean, the cut line was plus one. We're talking Corn Ferry events where the cut line is under par normally. Yeah. And the winning score is in the 24s to 27 unders, and the winning score was, you know, Curtis Luck minus 11. That place is hard. The greens are, you know, the greens are yeah. enormous. They're so tough to putt. If you get in one of those bunkers and they're everywhere, they're, you can't even get out of some of the fairway ones. So I just, I thought that was neat to recap because I liked seeing that golf course. <laughs> the Corn Ferry Tour doesn't play that many places. I mean, they had an event in Kansas City. I caddied for Brian Cohen, right? Those those places that they play a lot of the times are like they want to see the birdies. They want to see the underpars. They're like a blitz. It's not a marathon. It's a sprint. Yeah, if you look three three or four years ago, maybe even two years ago, I think like five under one. You know, so, yeah. so it's one of those golf courses that they, it's always set up as one of the hardest golf courses on the Corn Ferry Tour. And I think they did it. Um, obviously, this year is a little bit different, but it's one of the last events, and it's part of the pl their playoff series like the PGA Tour has. So it's one of their three, you know, premier events that they have, and it's the last event they're getting ready for the Tour Championship. Yeah, that's, Usually, a good, that's a good tool to prepare for sure. So, so, so obviously, this year is a little bit different, but, you know, the – 
as we know, the rumors always has it is, you know, it was a lot better, in my opinion, before Jack oh, touched know. it. That's true. You yes, know, I agree. And, it, and everyone said they tried to make it obsolete or whatever because it was, wasn't long enough. Wasn't long enough. Yeah. I mean, that, pl- play that damn place in the spring and the fall when yeah. you're not getting any roll. No. Not in September. I mean, it's, it's unplayable. Yes. I mean, it's, it's, it's so difficult. And then when you have the state championship there in the fall and it's, you know, 55, 60 degrees and the ball doesn't roll and you have a par 70, 71, 71 golf courses playing 7,300 yards, I mean, the it's, it's, it's impossible. Yeah, when they're playing the par five, is it uh, 12? No, it's not. It's 13. 13. They play as a par four. That hole's hard as a par five, even. Um, but you know, what's surprising about that redesign, and it was like five, no, no, it was like six years ago, maybe. Yeah. What we've started to see recently is we're starting to see the, um, the these golf facilities, private clubs primarily, just because they have the funding to do it. They're, they're doing redesigns, but they're going back to like the old school plans of how the golf course should have played traditionally. Like I'll, I'll, I'll take, for example, we were, at, we were in Ohio uh, th- three weeks ago, my sister's wedding, we played Scioto Country Club, right? Which is, which is where Jack Nicholas grew up. Yep. It's where Bobby Jones won the 1920 US Open. They are putting, they're shutting down next July yep. and they're completely doing this like back to the Donald Ross plans to redesign the golf course. And I was like, why? Why do they do stuff like that, right? And it's because they want it to play as pure and as traditional as it possibly can. So that's, that's kind of neat. So it's interesting that, you know, Jack redesigned Scarlet in more of a modern way, right? And then now you see a lot of these places that are doing it. Well, you know where we're from, boss. You know, it's, we're, we're a bit of golf snobs up there, too. We got so much yeah, history. Yeah, we are spoiled. And, and, yeah, we're, spoiled. we're super spoiled. And I, I think I looked at, um, I don't know if it was in the spring. So just Columbus, and you have sectors of everyone can say Chicago I don't put Chicago but you got Columbus and you got probably Long Island has some but Columbus has seven of the top 100 golf courses in the country yeah that's impressive seven of the top 100 and that's pretty damn good that's for a place good. you can play eight, eight months a year yeah I was gonna say the season's short unfortunately but we were spoiled growing up yep yeah, for sure. Golf horses, and even but. public golf is great. Oh, it and, is. And, and yeah. junior golf. And obviously that has a lot to do with Nicholas and, 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 and part of that. And he doesn't spend much time there anymore. But golf is – golf is it's not like here because of this, I think the season's different. But golf is big there. And it, we, were, we were very fortunate to go through junior golf and, and things like that in, in Ohio and, and play some really good golf courses. I mean, we, we were fortunate. And, I, and it's not passed upon me. For sure. No, definitely. It's always a pleasure to go back. I only go back a couple times a year, but I try to play one of them. Um, and we worked at the same one growing up, and that one's yeah. a really good one. So yeah. we were spoiled. But um, oh, it's exciting. I just like to see I like to see Scarlet on TV. It's fun. It's like, you know, it's like when you watch Mirfield Village on TV. It's just fun to see it. And like, oh, I played there and hit it there, and that's where I did there. And, you know, that's kind of cool to recap that. So, Hey, can I ask you guys a question real quick? You, you're bringing up scoring earlier yeah. on some of these tournaments. What what do y'all as pros consider to be a good, challenging, competitive score for a, a not not even a major because we know that those courses are cut differently. Yeah, but it always seems to me a thirty under par. It tells yeah. me the course was way too easy. But you also got to realize he won by eleven. Yes, he I, did one, I mean, right, right. So I mean, nineteen. So your average score is nineteen. But even to me, nineteen seems. To be a little yeah, on the low little, side. Yeah, that's a little on the low side, Whereas you get yeah. some of these tournaments where the weather may be crappy or the course is just cut hard where you get one golfer that breaks par. There's, know, to me, the, that's on the other side There's of the three spectrum. or four golf courses a year that the tour that's, plays that they want, you know, that, that three, four, five, six, seven, eight under 
wins. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, Firestone's one of them, right? Where they play well, the, the open. WGC, yeah, you got the, the open. open. Sure, right, well, he said right. without. He said not majors. Oh, okay. so I was trying to go not majors, but um, Firestone's tough because it's extremely long. It's par seventy. So yeah. if you, you know, if you think about it in golf term, that means you have two less par fives. Is what that means. Well, par fives are the the, the easiest holes to score on. Par threes are the hardest holes right. to score on. Right. Um, and then Firestone, it's so so narrow. It's tree lined both sides of the fairway. If you miss the fairway. You you can't get to the green. You're you're laying, you know you're pitching out and you're just trying to get up and well, down. Well, look at the senior event there. What three under one or four yeah. under one? Yeah. yeah, same thing. And that's not long at all. So, but you know it, a lot depends on. So the golf yes, Johnny's right. They have three or four courses th that are going to be rippable. We'll call them rippable. Right. So yeah. you can take it. They can under par. We got to write that down. Rippable. Rippable. But then that's some good. of the Trademark. some of the um, some of the other ones that are uh, the, the regular tour stops. A lot depends on just the conditions of the play. Yeah. I, I mean it, the wind is a huge factor. The rain and how and soft the courses that see that's what's so funny if you ask like 10 years ago even 10 years ago that if that if it was soft it might play harder because the ball's not going as far now these guys hit it so far it doesn't matter soft they is, want soft they want soft because right. they can get it, they bigger. Can just, that's right they can throw right. it at the pin at the number 100 and just that the ball doesn't you know have to worry about the first bounce or coming back it just stops where it lands no so. absolutely no it's it, that's perfect i just wanted to pick your brain a little bit because i know we get some you know i pay attention to golf and i pay attention to scoring and it just to me the Harder courses seem a little more entertaining because you see these guys struggle a little yeah. bit, like the normal guy. Yeah, because be. it's more relatable to right, their right. average to the average but, player. But here, but here's here's for the most part, the, the, the only reason why there's three or four tournaments that are very very difficult is because the tournament sponsors, the fans, the fans is a little bit different this year, and these people. The, the fans want to see birdies, man. That's true. They're they setting do. up the golf courses to where they they want them. They want they want those scores. They want right. those numbers, right? So when you have a, a, an additional governing body like the USGA that don't give a shit about fans, they care about what they are. They think par is great. That's right. But the general public that goes out and watches, man, they want to see a shit ton of birdies. Yeah, you know, it's funny. When, right. I, was, when, we were when I was growing up as a younger assistant, it was, you know, your, the memorial tournament's in our backyard. So we, I would go to it every year. I like watching golf, right? There's some of these other older pros, you know, uh, than me, mm -hmm. they, why do you want to, they're like, why would you want to go over and watch the same guy hit the same shot every single hole? Yeah. Because, I mean, it's just like it's boring for them, right? I mean, you want to see scoring. Yeah. I don't want to see guys hitting seven irons to 10 feet all day. I can just sit here and do that. Yeah, I yeah, mean, so. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, that's, that's interesting because Jack, Jack would set the golf course up. Jack Nicholas would set the golf course up harder. He would want to see the higher scores, right? And then there's some places that want to set it up to see all the, the birdies that they, they possibly can have. Yeah, I was in Columbus last weekend. I played with uh, uh, one of our great friends that's a member at Murfield. And uh, it's, what, 45 days removed from the memorial, and there's not a, there's not a green grass on there. They ripped it all up. Ripped it's all it dirt. All well, yeah, they talked the whole tournament about how he was going to read. I mean, I what, there's, it, not yeah. a, there's not a piece of grass on there. No, yeah. I mean, and it's amazing that they they're gonna have it done, and they'll have it done in ten ten months in and the these, middle of winter, and they'll have it done ready for next memorial. It's like these places have so much money, they you know they have to do something with it. Yeah, <laughs> so right. that's what they do. Um, no, you know, sometimes you, I like to look. This is what's neat about the PGA Tour app. I I, I've just, I just noticed this this year. I don't know if they'd always done this or not, but you can. You can find the pin location sheets, right, um, mm -hmm. e for each of these events, each round for these events. Well, they're extremely interesting. So when I saw the memorials, so I'll just use that for example. That's one of the first ones I saw. When, when you're looking at the pin location sheet, it's a sheet that shows the depth of the green, right, and they're in little quadrants so you can measure. Then it shows where the whole location is cut for the day. Yeah. And so whether so most of them are cut, we're talking three to five yards off the edges of the green. So if you think about that. Well, they have to be nine feet. They have to be nine feet. 
But, I mean, they're three feet a yard. So if you see threes and fours on these pin location sheets, you know those are extremely hard to get the ball close to. And that's the the best way to score. I mean, if you're – people say it's a game of scoring and it's about putting. But really, if you can get the the proximity to the whole shot, your second shot on par fours, first shot on par threes, third on par fives, if you can get that closer to the hole, it just increases your percentage to make the putt. You don't have to be a good putter. Well, you you look at the guys who are really playing well. The distance – the guys are really playing well. They're always hole high, right? Always whether it's left, high. They, whether it's left or right or not, it's it's always hole high. And when we say hole high, it's, it's pin high, right? So that just tells you that they're that that their face angles and they're they're not adding lofty, lofty. They're they're getting their right yardages. Yeah, that's a big deal. When I I mean I caddied for Chris uh, Chris Wilson on a couple corn ferry tours. He would always talk about having if he when he scored well, he would talk about having good numbers, yep. and that would mean like. You know, if, if 162 is where he hit his seven iron in the air, if he had 162 throughout the day, he knew he was going to hit it the right distance, right? Yep. So it's a lot about having the right numbers in order to attack the golf course. No, that's right. It's numbers. Yeah. It's numbers. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's preview. Let's preview BMW. Uh, I had to look this up. Olympia Fields. Yeah. In Chicago, right? Yeah. It's. Uh, um, it, it, they had an open there. U.S. Open. Okay, Jim Furyk won. Yeah, that's right. Jim Furyk won. What was that? Oh, three. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, two thousand three. <laughs> 2003. But it's neat because they haven't had anything back there since then. Yeah, right? no, no, it's I mean, uh, it's a new stop for BMW. Still a sponsor. That's normal for the playoffs, but it's a new stop. They, I guess they've. I, I was confused. They always played the the final at um, one of my favorite East Lake yeah. in Atlanta, right? But then these other two, they, they do flip them back and forth. Yeah, and they, actually, the BMW was it the BMW was at TPC Boston one time. I know? thought so, so too. Yeah, and yeah, it was for sure. Cherry Hills in yeah. Chicago, uh, uh, Colorado, or uh, yeah, in Denver. Um, and, and but it's at and, Olympia Fields now. In BMW, they they I think they had it at Cog Hill before. I think it was. I think they're they're trying to move it around for whatever rhyme or reason. I don't really know, but. Yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting, and uh, it's a golf course that, I mean, no one really knows. You know, it's, they played the Open there, but you're looking at that 15, 16 years ago. Obviously, it's changed. Yes. Uh, it's a small field, and these guys are out there trying to figure out the golf course. And, and as a gambling, gaming perspective, um, you know, what do you, what do you look at? It's, there's not really a... a it's not really a golf course that it, it favors somebody that's played well there before. No, so, definitely so you, not. You kind of take that out. So yeah. that's a no check. So, um, you, you know, you're looking at some of the some of the fields. So I'm looking at guys that who are in pretty good form. Um, I'm looking at guys that are pretty good ball strikers. Uh, I'm looking at guys. I don't think length is a definitively a. a uh, a big issue this week. Golf course is playing firm. I watched the charity program this afternoon, and yeah. the ball is just moving. It's I mean, a par. It's a par seventy, which means there's there's only one par. The first hole's a par five, and then you get no help on the front, and right? It, and then the back, it comes like a fifteen or something, but still par seventy. We might see higher scores. Rough is rough is looking like it's about four or five inches. So, you know, so um, on the gaming pers- perspective, and I posted this on uh, on my Twitter page uh, for the odds, but you know. I think John Rahm's ready to win is my first pick. He's, he's got short odds at 10 to 1. 10 to 1. But I think if you put him, if, if you kind of want to wheel him a little bit or put him in a top 10 or, or a top 5, um, you know, he's a guy that I don't really like picking a, a, a ton of favorites. But obviously with the short field, I think, I think, he's, I think he's ready to come back. And I look at another guy. So he's, he's 10 to does, 1. Does, have you looked, did you look at the whole recaps? 
Do, do a lot of them, are they straight? Did a lot of them, do they go like left or right? Did you, did you notice? You know, it's a pretty straight on golf course. It's not really a winding golf course. Okay. You know, th- that's, why I th- that's why I think Furyk won because he hits the ball straight. Yes. You know, so. It doesn't hit very far, but hits it straight. But back jo- then, it was fine. Yeah, that's right. It was a little different. You know, and I look at a guy that's played the last two rounds last week, especially the last round. He, he, you know, he, I think he shot 63 or 64. Victor Hovland's playing pretty good. He's, I got, you know, I'm looking at his numbers at 40 to 1. You know, I think that's a pretty good play, and I also got him uh, in a in a top ten bet. But another guy, it's a little shocking that it wouldn't shock me if he won is Adam Scott. Oh, really? That now that's a kind of wow. a dark horse pick, right? That's and he's not, not even my ham, dark horse. That, no, no, he's I mean, not, not even my ham, ham sandwich. sandwich. And if pick, no one doesn't know Scott. what a ham sandwich is, a ham sandwich is, you know, it's kind of a it's 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 a pick that's a a, a long shot. It's not your favorite pick, uh, just like a ham sandwich is not your favorite sandwich. If it is, then. Well, that's on y'all, but that's right. Know, you know, but, that's right. Um, <laughs> so that's not even the dark horse pick this week. Yeah, so you know, I, I think he's, I think he's playing good. He's trending. He's not making any mistakes. He's not making a lot of birdies, but he's not making a lot of mistakes. Yeah, that's true. Guys. He was always a great ball striker. It just, it just was. Uh, he just lived and died by the putting. I mean, there's no doubt. Um, mm-hmm. and another guy and that's he's got a tattoo on his head. I don't does know he? if he does or not. He does. I don't know. And he's got I a would, tattoo on his head. <laughs> you might be surprised if he did. Ru- Russell, Russell Henley at eighty to one is. Oh, is, you're taking Russell again. Yeah, you, like, you mentioned him earlier. He's, yeah. a, he's my ham sandwich. Okay. You know he's he's at eighty to one. Um, he's one of those guys. Like I said, he last two rounds he played great last week. Yeah, that's a good. Uh, it's a golf course a that he's making no mistakes. No, you can tell he's yeah very mistake free. Hits it hits it pretty straight, pretty solid, compact golf swing. And nothing, I think you can put fancy. him in. I think you can put him either in your top five, top ten, or top twenty. To, uh, to make you some money this week. And, yeah. And to kind of move forward, and I'll go down the list of the top tens. And, and one pick that I'll give in a minute is if, if I'm going to go top ten, I don't think he can win, so I can't put him in the top either. I, top five either. I think Jason Day is going to finish top ten. Oh, I like Jason. Ooh. I'd like to see that. I like him a lot. He yeah. always bat- you know, he's had back issues. He battles weekly, but he, he's had rounds where he can take it deep still. It's yeah. just can he can he hold up through all four? Maybe that's why it's yep. a good top ten pick because he might have that one blemish round that's where right. he doesn't take it deep. And if you so. wanna if you wanna play some top uh, two top twenties that I like this week, I like Tony Finau. Again, I'm not really so sure how motivated he is. He's kinda back in the list. He's gonna finish in the he's gonna be in the tour championship no matter what, right? Yeah. So yeah, see, is he getting ready for the U.S. Open? I don't know what he's doing. Or well, that's what's so, I think that's what makes it so ha- hard for you on your end. See, yeah. normally the schedule doesn't have these two majors coming down in the fall. Right. I mean, it's hard to tell where. If, I mean, if you're a guy who's in the tour championship, then what's the motivation really other than the money? Don't and get I, me wrong. And but I don't I think mean, his game is trending right. I think he's, he's going to get some work in right this week. I think he, but I think he can play halfway shitty on a 70-man field and finish in the top 20. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. just what I think. And i tell you a guy that's kind of trending that I like is this Alex Norn. Yeah, you yeah. Know, Alex Norn was big. Yeah. Like, he – you know, it's funny that he mentions that because we're talking maybe two or three years ago, Alex Norn was consistently in the top five in the world golf rankings. He's from Sweden, right? Sweden? Yeah. 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 It, most people wouldn't even recognize the guy, and yep. he was consistently in the top five and no one even knew who he was. Yep. So that's a, that's a great pick. I mean, he's very talented. I got two simple matchups. Uh, well, I got one kind of funny thing that, that, that you guys are going to laugh at, and I'm going to pick this every week of uh, 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 top nationalities. Oh, that's really? kind of my deal. Okay. So whether it's, it's, well, it's top European, how, how top this, Asian. How um, does it help me from a betting perspective? Because you can I guess. bet top this Asian. This is for entertainment no, you purposes you 100% only. can. No way. You can bet top European. You can bet top Sweden. You can bet top Asian. In uh, the event? Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Oh, can, can you believe that? that? Absolutely. I had no idea. It's a little racist. By the way, but, hey, oh, by the way you, can also, you can also do that for the Indy 500. Yeah. 
I could see that a little bit. I could see that. Be- I, that makes more sense to me, though. Like watching the like, like, like more Lamar, nationalities like in golf. Can you do that in Lamar? Yeah. Can you do that in Lamar? Oh, I'm sure you can. I'm sure yeah. you can. That so, makes more. So sense. there's seven Asian players in the field, wow. and, and Ben On's going to be a top Asian. Right that. That's a hard. Right I tell down. you what, that that the, the the Asian and Korean push to the PGA Tour it is is just going to keep continue yeah. to grow. Those guys and players are extremely talented. Some of those people don't haven't even heard of them, and yep. they're making uh, their name a name for themselves. So that's where I'm at with my picks this week. So you can follow us uh, on our Twitter feed with uh, From the Rough Twitter page and on me, Jay Gerber, PJ Pro at Twitter. And the the, uh, the weather, I was just going to mention the weather for Olympia Fields. It's a little iffy. They got two, huh? Oh. They got two They got two days where it's going to be in the 90s, Thursday, Friday, and then they got Saturday and Sunday where the highs are in the 70s. So oh, wow. that'll be, they're going to see they're going to see kind of all the weather. It, did, it just looks like there's rain in the forecast for Friday, but then obviously the cold front comes in, drops it. That does change things, I'm telling you. Uh, I can't I can't stress uh, enough that you, you know, if I mean if it's 100 degrees, the golf ball goes I, I would say at least 10 yards farther. I mean, well, then, then yeah, it is. Then thinner, it, yeah, I know, but sure. it sounds so. But I mean, it's it's, it's it does play a factor. Obviously, it's not like it's. But it affects the golfers' bodies as well differently. Well, sure. I mean, it's, like it just that. beats you up. Sure, but I mean, it's you know, we're talking if you compare it to other sports like basketball and baseball, where the right. bases are ninety feet, the basketball, you know, the basketball hoops ten feet. I mean, right. golf, you're gonna you're gonna see different courses. The par on these courses are different. The weather can be a, quite a factor. Uh, so that'll be that'll be fun. I'm excited to see. So are there, are there, let me ask you this thing while we're on the weather thing. Are there golfers that are known to play better in not inclement weather, but maybe maybe greater heat than other players or maybe other players that aren't known to play well when it's hot? Well, uh, it's, yeah, I'd say that that would really, you know, okay, to speak to the. I mean, the, the older how, players. For yeah, sure. to speak to how yeah. hot, well, I would say the better conditioned shape you are to walk four rounds in, when it's 100 right. degrees, then yes. I would say those players can hold up a little bit better. I think maybe John Daly wouldn't do well when it's That's 140 true. degrees That's true. Yes, you could definitely make that uh, relationship, you, no doubt. I was just talking about the weather for those days, Johnny. That's all. The um, couple days where it's going to be like 90, and then the couple days it's going to be 75. Yeah, as we continue so. to uh, the show progresses, I have one of the greatest John Daly stories ever at Wedgwood. Did I tell you a story? Oh, would, well, do we want to well, – I don't mind if we – we got some time. We no, got no, 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 no. Okay, not for today. Yeah, no. Well, he teased us he for teased next it. week. It's a teaser. Then. He it's teased teaser. it for next week. It's a teaser. And it, um, it is an incredible story, and I'll make it PG. And okay. And it's, it's oh, just Oh, it can't awesome. be any good then. Oh, no, it's good. It's good. Even PG? Oh, it's good. All right. Well, so, it's you know, good. this this is the time This is the time where, you know, when, we, when we're go, going to next week, we'll have, uh, we'll, we'll feature a guest. And, you know, we're going to feature guys who either play professionally, work in the business full-time for a living, or they're teaching, growing the game of golf. I mean, it'll be a fun segment right. to pick some of the golf professionals' brains, uh, you know, around the, across the country, the contacts yeah. that we've made. We've been able, fortunately, to play in a lot of events in different states, and we've met a lot of great people in this business. Um, so it'll be fun to reconnect with them yeah, um, for sure. and, and, and be able to pick their brains about, you know, some of the things that we'll be talking That's about. That's exciting. So, yeah. Okay, before we do... Okay, before we do our getting out of the rough and from the fescue, right, I just want to, I, I want to mention this uh, Matthew Wolf challenge, right, which has taken – I haven't had a, an opportunity to uh, do it myself. I don't think I will do it myself, but we did have um, – you, you hurt yourself. I yeah, mean, well, yeah. we had, we had uh, Mr. Ryan Griggs over there, our superintendent. He, he participated well, wait, wait, in this. Wait, has a first name? Yes. <laughs> I never knew what Griggs' first name yes. was. His first name. I thought so, his first name was GD. 
Okay, Matthew Wolf, young star, Oklahoma State, correct? Oklahoma State. Did he play with Ricky Fowler at Oklahoma State? No, no, they, no. Ricky's way, yeah, way older. Yeah, yeah, okay, way okay. Older. I was going to say, that's a talented team then, boy. He played with Victor Hovland. Did he play? Yeah, how did they not win? Did they win the national championship? Yeah, like three times. Okay, that, that makes me feel better. How do you I not was, know this? I do. I'm just confirming. Like, okay. I mean, Alabama had Justin Thomas. Who else, who else was on the team that was loaded that did not win anything, which was surprising? We talked about this last month. Yeah. Uh, we'll uh, think about it. You'll think about yeah. it. It's loaded up with everybody. Yeah, Daniel Berger. Yeah, uh, Florida State. Florida State. So, so it was Jonas, Jonas Blix, yeah. Daniel Berger. Berger and Brooks Kepka. How in the world does that not beat everybody in college golf? Yeah. Well, they didn't have their heads on straight. Did back Brooks then, still not care about golf? Well, that's what I was yeah, going to say. Possibly did not care about golf and college. Yeah, he so, cared about himself. That's yeah, it. yeah. Now, Matthew Wolf, Oklahoma State, he, is, he has probably the most unique golf swing on tour right now. Yep. Right? So he is, the, he is the Jim Furyk of our generation, we'll mm-hmm. say. And he's doing a challenge um, on his, I think it's on his Twitter account that he's, he's asking people to. Film his swing, right? So you got Griggs over there who, who, who took a video of his golf swing. And if you haven't seen it, I don't know if I can even explain it on a podcast. I have to – there's a lot of pre-hip turn leg kicks with the left, uh, takes the club. Sounds like Charles Barkley's swing. It's a like little, a roller coaster a little bit. Point, it's like right? a ro- – there, yeah. Just go watch one of the roller yeah. coasters. That's what his golf swing likes. But it's funny because when he brings it back down – it looks like a normal golf swing. As yeah. in, when he's when on the downswing, it looks completely normal. So, so he's doing a fun little challenge where he's giving away. What's he giving away? They whole bag of clubs. Whole, yeah, yeah, how great's that? Whole Bang bag, whole clubs, and, and just the best, I guess the best or closest golf swing to his his golf swing. You so know, that's that just, neat that that just goes to show you there's a million that. ways to get it. Those guys that are so good they, at impact for three inches, it's exactly they're they're all perfect. Some right? of the some of the best teachers in the world would tell you the entire golf swing is from and I'll say here because it's we're on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's from like your belt line on the way down and your belt line on the way through. It doesn't matter what goes on pocket to pocket, that, man. pocket to pocket. If yeah. you can get that in the slot, then yep. that's how you do it. So. Pocket so that's pocket. neat that those guys Sounds are like doing some that. some other activities I'm familiar with. Uh-oh. Pocket. Well, Tim would be. Uh, he yeah, would be a little bit familiar that's a, that's with that. A, that's another podcast, buddy. Oh, oh sorry. Right. Yes. Um, okay, now, getting out of the rough. Let's do our getting out of the rough segment. Okay, so this is. Wait, which club are we going to try first to get out of the rough? Which, well. How far are we from the green? Well, no, no. These are just, these are just uh, features or highlights over the past week um, that. That are positive. Try to take it to a next level. Well, because the thing, when you hit it in the rough, what, what, are you, what are you trying to do? You're trying to get it out of the rough. You're trying to advance it sometimes, and then these performances would have been the overachieving performances. Okay, so I have, uh, let's see, I have three, and feel free to add, I have three of them. I have Phil playing the Champions Tour and winning. Yeah. That's, that's, that's so impressive. Not that it's the, the competition level is not the same, but for him to just be able to not get through the cut and just switch gears and just say, hey, I'm going to play that event. You have to think that, and Johnny can correct me if I'm wrong, you have to think he was not planning on playing that because he was right. planning on making the cut. That's Thank right. you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, and th- so for him to just not make the cut, switch gears. Remember, not making the cut is not playing well that week. And for him to switch gears and just win the Champions Tour event, yeah. that's extremely impressive. Yep. I got our local boy, Scotty Scheffler, shooting 59. I heard a, which is amazing, which I think is the 12th person to do it. I don't care what par is. A sub 60, I really don't care what the par is. That is impressive. That is extremely, extremely hard to do. Do you remember when we played last year with Pops? Yeah, at, he, at Royal Oaks, where he grew he up. He said, 
if we picked anyone out of out of Royal Oaks, who's the best player that's ever going to come out? And he said Scotty Scheffler. Yeah, you remember that's when surprising he because he could have picked Jordan Spieth. He could have picked Colt Nost. Justin who has Leonard. The, could have picked Justin Leonard. Colt Nost, I think, has the course record there at Royal Oaks, if I'm not mistaken. I think he's, Colt Scott, he said Scotty had it now. Okay, that's why well, then said, maybe that's why he said that. So you have this whole group of, 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 of tour guys that came out of there, and he said, hey, who's the best? He's been there forever. He's, he's, he's a legend. Forever. He's a legend there. We'll get him on the show. I, he, that would be, be great. great yes, we will get, get him on the show. On the show. You can and mark that down, said, Tim, so yeah. you can hold that to us. And he gotcha. said, who's the best player you think is coming out? And this was two years ago, and this kid wasn't even on tour yet. That's right. He was playing in he the wants Scarlet. He, line. And he, right. said, he said, Scotty Schefter. And we're like, what? He said, I'm just telling you. And he's coming. it's coming to fruition. I heard a great story on XM, P, the PGA Tour radio, when I was listening to that, when I was listening to the event when he shot 59. There was a story where he was at Royal Oaks younger and practicing, and a member told him that if he hit one of the – if you ever, you've played Royal Oaks, right? We play yeah, with yeah, Pops. Yeah, yeah. You know they have on the driving range, they have the poles, they don't have the flags, right? Yeah, yeah. The member asked him if he could hit, or he told him if he could hit that yellow pole, he'd buy him a car. He hit it twice. Did he get two cars? <laughs> no, he did. He has not collected. He has not collected on oh, on oh, the car oh, yet. Yeah, wow. But in that, I mean, that just shows you how good someone like that is. That's not, can sounds like a low, low rent place to me. If you're demand. not going to come up on your no, bet, on demand. And then my last one, as good as 59 is, and we talked about this a little earlier in terms of rounds of golf and how hard it is to follow up and how really difficult it is to put four rounds together, right? Dustin Johnson's performance is something that I actually had to look at the leaderboard to see if it really did say 30. I mean, I had to look at it again. I'm like, wait a second, 30? See, I mean, man, it just seems awful low. What, what was it, 60, 63, 66? Uh, I yeah, mean, yeah, that's correct, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, that's unbelievable. I mean, do you, do, I, I didn't search this, I should have. Do you know, what's the largest modern t- victory on tour, do you know off the top of your head? I mean, t- I know when t- Tiger t- won the Masters yeah. in 97. US won Open by, when he won, won all by. The, yeah, when he won by what? More than 11, right? Yeah, 14, 15. Okay, yeah. boy. I mean, that was, that, wow. that, that, that just shows you how good that was, too. Yeah. But still, still, that was an unbelievable performance. And it felt so bad because I was, it's funny because I asked Griggs, I said, what, who does Johnny have picks this week, right? And he's like, well, he's got Herrick Singlish. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I felt so bad. He's like, well, he's going to finish second. Yeah. Does he get anything for second? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I got nothing. Well, yeah, yeah, nothing for second. Yeah, so. yeah just, just. Do hey. you have any other ones to add for uh, performances? No, no, I think it's pretty good. I mean, I, mean, I, I think seeing Curtis Luck at 11 under double digit at Scarlet, that, that would have been worthy of a. Uh, yeah, but on a, on a week that you don't have a 59 and a 30. And I a, know. You know. So that's hard to pick. Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, you know, you go back to a little look at look at Curtis Luck, USAM winner, right? And, you know, you look at a guy that's still struggling after six years after winning the USAM. That just tells you how hard it is. Grinding. It's just how many how many good players they are and how hard this thing is. So. It's very very difficult to, to keep to keep your card to keep in the top one twenty five one twenty five no what? no where on the tour to keep yeah it. yeah, yeah one twenty five so hard you guys work so hard to get their card and we, and we get we'll talk about this in future episodes yep. too. I mean the people the process of. Of, of getting your card, maintaining your card, the events that you have to play in order to do it, and, and where you have to finish. I, you know, I give people the greatest. Really I, I, get, I try to give people an analogy of this. And when it comes to putting, I said, you know, people think they're great putters, and they see great putters. And I said, let me tell you something. I traveled with a guy that played the tour for 10 years, and I thought he was the best putter I've ever seen. And uh, he was average out there. And everyone says, is like, listen, oh, he's a great putter. The best putter as an amateur that you've ever seen is the worst putter on tour. That's so true. Period. I know. I, I, no matter what I, you think. Yeah. We're getting arguments about that, too. The talent with, with level is, is that. It's that. that dif- it's varied. That, that different. different. It wow. really is. 
They're, they're, I mean, they're guys that even growing up when I watched, I mean, we don't, well, we know some. I mean, some of the guys like Dan, I mean, Dan Olson. Remember, you know, him growing up. Um, Freak out. I mean, even Jeff Olson. They weren't even related. I mean, no. that was so funny. T- totally different. The Olson twins. They're not related at all. They, they, we called them A&E. The one yeah, with an A and Gosh, who was uh, well, Rob Oppenheim? Who is who is uh, Brad Adamonis? Guys yeah. like that, where you would I would sit on the range as a kid and watch these guys just pepper the yeah. flagsticks. Yeah. Pepper is another one for you, Tim. Right there, right down. Pepper. Pepper. We got we got blitz. We got fleece. What did I say? Uh, take it. Not take it deep, but um, uh, ripping. Scoreable. Well, rip, rip, rippable. Rippable. If rippable. you had rippable on your from the rough bingo card, go ahead yeah. and block that block out that right off. now. Yes. And then if you had peppered, peppered was the, that's the center square right there. Yeah. Pepper. <laughs> Pepper the flag, and these guys would go out and play in nationwide events, and they just barely make the cut. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, it's just so hard. That's it's amazing. so difficult. That's amazing. Um, awesome. Yeah so, th- yeah, so that's great. So, um, yeah, so you know, we appreciate everybody listening. These are some of the things that we're going to uh, do on episode per episode every week. I hope you guys like it. We always like suggestions on uh, uh, things that you know you guys want to talk about, and we really want to make this show interactive and. You know, hey, we're, I think we're all, excited. we're all excited about this. Yeah, if you have questions or something that's confusing, I mean, let's be honest, the golf jargon for the average player, just on your, just your weekend golfers. Yeah. I mean, what is, it's what the, is, the vocabulary. What is par? Huh? What is par? Well, that's all. Well, well, the, come on, well. everyone has their idea. What par, yeah, right. Yeah, they, I, I thought you were serious. No, he's no. just being facetious. There's something that you've never had. the top left corner exactly. of your Something you never had, dog. Nope. Yeah. I thought bogeys yeah. were good. Yeah. <laughs> there's, just a lot of, there's just a lot of things that, you know, from an etiquette standpoint, my gosh, I mean, how many people, how many members have we played with that you just, as, as, a, as, you're, as their golf professional, you're coaching them along the etiquette path just of what to do and what not to do. Yeah. Don't, don't think the question's stupid. It's not. There's just a lot of things that people don't know about it. That if we can make you a better player, yeah. if we can make your foursome more enjoyable, then don't take it the way I think you're going to take it. <laughs> I don't know what your, you're talking about. Your foursome but it's golf funny, group. It's funny that you mentioned enjoyable. that about, about the questions because I was watching, um, I remember what tournament it was, but I was, had it on the TV in the living room. The kids were all kind of goofing around, walking in and out. And, and so one of my, my 12-year-old, who's into everything I'm into, asked me, he was watching it, he goes, Dad, and they mentioned that the, whoever was just made a birdie. He's, and he was, you know, obviously confused, Dad, did he just kill a bird? There you and go. I had to explain, well, no, here's par. Yeah. Sometimes it's three, sometimes it's four, sometimes it's, and it, I had to think about how to explain it to somebody because I've grown up with it. Yeah. yeah. About how to explain it to somebody that had no clue, had never heard of it before. You know, and then I'm explaining the eagle, the double eagle, the albatross, and, you know, he's like, Dad, that sounds really complicated. Can't they just say it's one under or two under? No, it's like tennis. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same thing. It's like tennis. Yeah. But it's interesting, yes. But you it's know, it's a, it's a part of this that, you know, we, uh, Buss and I have been very fortunate to be around golf, have a, have a lot of great stories. So that's that's some of the things we want to put into this show is some of the stories that we've had and people we've met. And, you know, a lot of these people will be anonymous, but they're still, they're yeah. still great stories. Yeah, absolutely. So what's the best place for somebody to reach out to you guys that is, that's listening that needs a – that has a question? You want to oh, go well, Twitter? Sure. I'm, I'm on, sure, I'm on Twitter. I'm at the real C bus with one S. Yeah, All right. and I'm at uh, J Gerber PGA Pro. There you go. Or, or they could uh, contact the From the Rough Podcast. Yeah, yeah on, From the Rough Podcast. Well. That's right. So That's right. Uh, okay, last last segment. Okay. We just created it on episode two here. From the fescue. 
from the fescue. We've already got out of the rough with the good things. Now we're from the fescue. As in, if anybody knows, fescue, you're not getting out of it. No. It is high. It's long. Grabs a oh, that's where my ball Or it could be goes. called Baranka. Yeah, it could be called Baranka. If Baranka on your bingo card, top left corner there, I marked that off right there. Or, or, or um, uh, what's those this things is, out of pebble? Uh, water plants or what's those ice plants? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. The ice. The, yeah. yeah the ice terrible. plants. Like yucca. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Just the worst stuff ever to play out of. Yeah. Okay, now you got this is all you, Jay Gerb. What? You're from the fescue with Jay Gerb. The the yeah, the, you're on. The seg, the, you know, we we just this. God, I don't even know how to explain it. I just I had to turn the TV off. I was watching this charity thing, and <laughs> it, not not as if Kevin Nod doesn't have enough problems, but he was wearing a navy blue shirt. Okay, black shorts. Oh, no, he no, does no, not. So, no, no, that's, oh. that's not even the worst part. Black ankle socks oh, and black shoes, like, like, like those, those, bobo, uh, uh, black, hey. those, bobo, those bobo shoes that uh, Waterbed wears, those black Foot Joy bobos. <laughs> oh, Foot Joy, okay. Yeah. okay I, I thought you were going to make fun of me for a second. Well, you got Nikes. They're still bobos. Yeah. And I just I couldn't watch. Wow. I mean, just, it's now, just. Tim, you mentioned the fashion. Right. I, mean, I mean, navy blue shirt, black ankle socks, black shorts. Do you see what kind of belt he had on? He'll never miss cut. He, he'll miss cut. Did he, what kind of belt did he have on? I don't even know. Who cares? And black. It didn't matter. Well, it doesn't it matter. matter. And black. Probably no belt. I don't know. Oh, I couldn't my get, gosh. It's it awful. I mean, wow. just get a little better. I mean, just you're on TV. Just, just a little better? A little. Someone scripted that for him. You got to think. What scripted and that means, might, That might be why dressed. I didn't pick him Somebody as, picked. That's why I didn't pick him as top Asian I mean, the sponsors pick, him, pick his clothes, no, right? No, well, no, no, no. If you're a top guy, yes. They if pick you're you, a top guy, they, they, they give you the clothes. The tra- they can. They, you, 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 you have a choice. Come on. No, no. If you're a top guy, you're blocked scripted for four days. That's you why are. I didn't pick you him top Asian this week. You can look up right now what Roy McElroy is wearing this not, week. Not top, not top Asian this week. That's why. My sponsors wow. pick my clothes every week. Man, that's that's brutal. So that's where I'm at. That's why I think golf has a little bit of the rap it's got. You know, you had people got lime green pants on with, you know, the lime green um, checkered. Not checkered. Sansa belt. Sansa, yeah, with with striped shirts. <laughs> nothing worse. Nothing worse than those slip over uh, oh. golf shoes with nails oh. on them. Right? Yeah. Do they make uh, like flip flops with spikes on them? Yeah, they, yeah, do. they do. Foot Joy does. Yeah. yeah. Do they really? Yeah. Yeah. Club Pro guy wears them. Who? Huh? Club Pro guy. Who's Kansas that? City. Oh. Kansas City. Oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He wears them. Yeah, Interesting. We need to get wow. Him okay, that's from the fescue right All there, right. folks. Send us off, my man Tim. Very nice. This has been from the rough episode two officially. With your hosts, PGA Pros, John Gerber, Chris Bustle, reach out to them at the Real C Bus on Twitter at JGerb PGA Pro on Twitter, I think. Yeah. Okay, perfect. I'll get that memorized for next week. Like I said on the at the onset, this will be a weekly show here live from Barrel and Bones in the Colony every Wednesday at six, six thirty, something like that. Get here early. Come have a beer with us. Let's talk golf. Let's bump some fists. Let's make fun of the golfers we don't like, and most importantly, make fun of the board op on this show. That's right. Because that's what we do around here. That's and right. then you can hang out for, for uh, the, po- the podcast that comes up after this, the Drunk Sports Podcast from 8 p.m. 8 p.m. until 10 p.m. with me, Colby Sapp, Big Red, and Bus on the board. We're going to switch places here in a few minutes. But thanks to everybody that's made this one possible, the Highness Performance Golf Center, Chris Bustle, John Gerber, me, Andy Cartem. Until next week, it's over and we're out.